Election time was in full swing and will once again be in full swing. The BC election gave the province a minority government for the first time in years. Christy Clark is still the premier, but now the Greens party is in a tough spot for all the decision making. Theresa May is calling for an election at a bad time as her poll numbers are dropping, and Trump met with the Pope. That's probably the first positive thing you could say about Trump because the Pope is great and everyone should meet him. All that and more on this week's News Friends Politics. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of our politics podcast on News Friends. I'm your host, Michael Lillick, and joined with me, as always, is Brian McGovern. I thought you were just going to say the name. That is the name. Oh, well. Unless you want me to actually say NFP. No, please never say NFP again in your life. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess the name of the podcast is still for grabs. And also, Edric Dudang. Why is Brian's name always first? Why am I always last? Yeah, fucking Uh, racist. Because it's it's alphabetical. Huh? It's alphabetical. Who cares? This is the twenty. This is twenty seventeen. That's, that's wrong, then. Okay, Dudang McGovern. Oh, I'm I'm going with first names mm. first. Sorry, I'm not a last oh, well, name person. Uh, not a last name person, guys. Get over it. Do they actually count the M in McGovern? Like when it comes to yeah. Oh, okay. It starts with an M. No, but that's like, actually a really McGovern. good question. Like, do yeah. you ignore the Mick part and just yeah, go with yeah, McGovern? Yeah, I, I do. I do. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> like in high school attendance, like. <laughs> well, the thing is, I have two last names. So oh, in really? high school, it was Kuroz first, which oh. is my second last name. And they would freak out and be like, what is this? And like, my second last name. Oh, how is this possible? And I come from Mexico. I don't get it. And they would run away. <laughs> What is a Mexican? As you can tell by the energy in the room already, we're actually recording this in Live. front of everybody instead of over Skype. So we can actually look at whenever Brian doesn't like something that I say. I can see the dirty look that he's giving me. <laughs> I'm giving him dirty looks right now, which you can't see, audience. Which you can't see, but it's plain as day for me. I get to be louder. You get to be louder. You get to be louder. We get to react by that. Here's my reaction to Edric being loud. <laughs> they could hear that as well. Yeah. Wow. Because at home, because uh, usually we record this at Skype over Skype. Yeah. And I'm at home, and usually I can't yell because. Also, this will help. So. We, yeah. We have a tons of times where Edric goes like, a lot of time, and then it's like, okay, I think it's my turn. Oh no, Edric's still going. <laughs> so you gotta, can, you gotta give me like a now, thing, thing, thing. Now because I, I go him. on, because I go on in my. Now thing. I can engage him and be like, okay, not me. I do have that feeling though because in that, the previous podcast, like Michael, we just not talk, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit, did I go over?" Like, okay, so I w- I am thinking about that. So, so okay. it's good to be in front of your faces, boys. Let's yeah. rock and roll. Yeah, and we got some we got some shit to catch up on. Tons yeah, of stuff. yeah. Uh, let's we start so off with busy. the Canadian side of everything first. Yeah. So in our province, we had an election. Holy crap! Me and Michael were in the NDP party. Holy crap, that was crazy. That was scary. That was scary. Oh, okay, okay, first of all. <laughs> so, paint me the scene. So, 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 so why it was scary? Uh, anyways, I think the whole demographic was just university students, like college university students. Um, it was like, I think. It, it Nerd, was, nerdy college like low cl- university students, by the way. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's um, not wrong. <laughs> a lot of minorities. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah, that was like, I think, I think. I was actually, uh, no, like there was a strong showing of Aboriginal people there. Yeah, yeah, the exactly. Party, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is. Uh, Good job by well, you. Well, they have the a- Aboriginal MLA there. Yeah. Well, and they were, like, they were in one side of the room. Yeah. <laughs> they were like at the. But that uh, one side of the room was the loudest. Yeah, that side, was the so loudest. They had a yeah. kid, a 10 year old, like a 10 year old, like, I don't know, like a 10 year old kid that just kept saying NDP. Like, and yeah. then she, he keeps trying. Trying to like rile the crowd, and then I think like it worked for the first thirty seconds, but then it started to die down, and she was still yelling. And I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> Settle down, kid. Go yeah, home. Yeah, exactly. But past your bedtime. But that's not the reason why it was crazy. I think no. it was crazy because in the late evening, when um, the results kept coming in, and then everyone's getting a little heart attack as like Christy Clark would get like a seat um, above the NDP, and then the NDP would get a seat above the Liberals, and then it could go back and forth. And then once I, I guess it was secure that. Uh, the BC Liberals was going to win a minority legislature. <laughs> you had like the university students like comes in as like Christy Clark's a fascist. Yeah, <laughs> Christy Clark should go to jail. There was one guy there. <laughs> Lock her up. Lock her up. <laughs> there was one guy like clearly standing around us that had way too much to drink. Yeah, he was so wasted. Where he he started going into like conspiracy theory territory <laughs> with like Shout the- out to Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna assume his name is Greg. Yeah, and then sure. and th- yeah, and then um, yeah, the, the conspiracy theories. I was so, and then me and Michael, we were just stunned. We were just like looking at each other. I was like, okay, this yeah. is so weird. Party. But then but everyone anyway. else was like eating it up. Yeah, like they were like eating like the this whole like fascist. No. language but thing. that's See kinda, what happens that's, that's mob mentality for you yeah like i was about to say like that pretty much what happens when you go to the party of that specific uh oh. party it, to it, the party of the party, wait, party, here's, of the here's, party. A, here's another tangent like brian do you, yeah, you've been to a lot of protests right couple you, yeah. you know like the chant like hey oh hey hey ho ho then like, let's do this yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly okay. yeah they, <laughs> yeah uh they they had that like when um john horgan was about to go to s- to, to take the podium yeah. They were chanting like Hey hey Ho ho Christy Clark has gotta go And then like And then me and Michael Were talking He's like Oh this is how The party filled with protesters Like <laughs> Yeah it was, a, it was a weird thing But anyway Aside from all that Like uh, Rorous uh, oh, Evening yeah. that we had Yeah what was the outcome of everything? Especially yeah. since it's like now two weeks later and the rest of the votes came yeah, in. Yeah, so... Somebody can tell Justin Macro to fucking shut up about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who now is he that doesn't guy? know what take, to do with the vote. Who is take that, that guy? Justin McElroy. Justin McElroy. Yeah, yeah. Who, yeah. Reporter for CBC. He yeah. was at... Oh. Uh, where was he at? The tight? No. He was at Vancouver Sun for Vancouver Sun. a while. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's, he likes his data. But, you know, but anyways, that. like uh, results, so... So the, the so it was forty three forty two liberals and then the green has three seats so it's basically a minority legislature. It was actually quite problematic because um, there was one riding called Courtney Comox that the NDP won by just nine votes and obviously like by recount anything had happened because the absentee votes weren't counted and then like stuff like like that. So every political junkie was just like. What? Oh gosh, recounts! Come on, re- I was like, I was getting excited, like, 
Because, you know. Because you do. Because <laughs> obviously, like, this is every political junkie's dream. Like, like what's going to happen? Oh, it's still happening. Uh, anyways. So, the recount. Sounds fi- like a nightmare to me. <laughs> the recount final. Yeah, for many NDP people, actually. Yeah. Because um, at the beginning of the week, they did a recount, right? And then um, it found out that the liberals actually won the riding for, like, three votes. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> like, no, like when they when they actually recounted everything, right? Yeah. And then and then then they did a second. I think the second half of the recount. And then, uh, no, no, they they counted the absentee ballots, and then they found out the NDP won by a hundred votes <laughs> in the riding. Right. So, but everyone was like so tense because like oh, it would be, yeah, 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 exactly. So, so it's a minority le- legislature. It's gonna be very interesting because. DNDP is actually marketing to the green voters. It's like we're ready to be government with the greens. We we're ready to uh, implement proportional representation. The greens are like just silent because like remember how we were undecisive about the pipeline. Guess what? Is this gonna be like one of those scenarios that you know, like the Green Party will just be all cozy in their home, minding their own business, and every once in a while, get a knock at the door. It's like, oh, here's this basket of treats from the BC Liberals. I hope you vote our way. Well, that's the most interesting thing, right? Like from an outsider's perspective, it's this small party that doesn't get a lot of rep, a lot of just in general, a lot of uh, respect, and all of a sudden they they're put in this position of great immense power of yeah we only have three seats but if you want to do anything you gotta talk to us yeah essentially Mm -hmm. obviously party ideologically wise completely different but being the caucus party the the, sorry the the freedom caucus for the republicans essentially in the u.s where they need them to agree on their backwards shit in order to do anything in this case obviously the green party will try to push push their agenda Mm -hmm. and make sure that you know trees stay there does that and yeah. we chain ourselves I, to them but if like they push their agenda considering how much seats they have does that mean that a lot of things are probably not gonna get done yeah well that's the thing about minority governments is that especially in canada like they they hardly get stuff done because everyone's just so scared because when a government's bill is shut down then it forces the the legislature to dissolve and then another election oh, it forces the legislature to dissolve and then another election comes in so that's so that's that's problematic but the thing is is that i think the greens actually had like a donald trump effect where they didn't expect to be in government <laughs> they just expected to just get seats <laughs> and then so now they're like i think quite scrambling right now where like oh shit like do we part with the liberals or do we vote for NDP? should we do pr should we do like what do we do what do we do they, and the thing is yeah. they cannot stay in the middle yeah, exactly. And and the one thing about the Green Party is that they're actually the least environmental Green Party I've ever seen. Like, because um, when they did a when Andrew Beaver did a interview with CBC after the election, the first two things that Andrew Beaver was pop popped out of his head as main concern was PR and political donations. Not once is the environment was like like there. Really? Like so that, that was like weird. I feel like that comes with the name though. Yeah, exactly. No, but like you We're would the think Green that Party, the, of course we you, love trees, we want the whole yeah. oceans and everything. But also this. He was asked like what's your top 3 and the first two was non-environment. And oh. I'm like and obviously like, if Elizabeth May was asked the same question, obviously like the environment would be the, yeah. the same. So that is weird. So that's why I call it like a Donald Trump effect because they didn't expect, expect to be in government. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, I guess they were like running on a platform of like just guesswork of like maybe people will vote for us if we say this. Yeah. And now 
Yeah, okay. It's very telling that you would use the phrase Donald Trump effect to describe their situation. Thank you, 2017. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, he he didn't expect to win. Like we we all knew that. Even he he he, he even knew. Yeah. Yeah. So what and now it's like a mess. America first. America first, even in BC. Yeah. In so BC. I think my guess is that there won't be a coalition. Maybe it's just gonna be a minority, and Ooh. then next year it's just going to be uh, another election again. Next year, another. Yeah. Election? No, because elect because because minority governments are short. Like very short. Oh really? When they average, they only last like one and a half years. Shit. So we have to go back to the polls again. So eventually, unless like the NDP and the Greens do a coalition and then they do their four-year term. But what if the minority government in BC is the best thing to ever happen to BC? Mm. Would they want to ruin that? Well, what makes what makes you think that's gonna happen? I don't know. I'm just guessing here. Like they have <laughs> they have a year to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. What do you think about the minority thing? Do you do you like the fact that greens have power? What do you think I, about I, minorities? I, you know what? <laughs> I think minorities are great. We should have more of them. <laughs> good, good answer. Oh wow, good answer. That actually sounded a little bit racist. Now that I think about Just it, a little bit. <laughs> um, Cut that out. The one thing that I was a little bit bummed out, more Morgan. Oh, Morgan, yeah. yeah. Morgane she Oldler? didn't get a seat. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, like, that probably would have been a really big deal for like the first openly transgender person <gasps> to get a seat. That would have been great. Yeah, yeah. Fucking who blew it up? No, but she almost won. She almost she won. She almost she was, won. She was in the running for quite some time but until wh- like the rest. Where, where was it? Vancouver Falls Creek. Yeah. <laughs> he knows more than I do, so. <laughs> Can you paint the clear picture of where that is? Um, it's. I'm not from here, guys. Southwest of Vancouver, I think. Southwest. No, southwest of Metro <laughs> Vancouver. So like west side. As close to UBC as possible? Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, fuck that side, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, but... Fuck off. Morgane. But, but, anyway. I yeah, mean, like, uh, I mean... No, she almost won, she so almost that's won. that's good. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> I mean, we got we got some glass ceilings of our own rich, over here. Rich all white people voted for that one, because that's where they all live. But, but, like, what I liked about the NDP convention was um, we were cheering... When when Morgane was actually like leading for like quite some time yeah. in in the night, people were cheering, and I'm like, whoa, that's such a good sign of progress that people were cheering for the openly transgendered person yeah. to win. So that's that's I think I'll take that as a like, pretty cool. I mean, like the only thing that I will say about this minority government is that I'm looking at like the position that the Green Party has, and I know that I have my own biases of what should happen in this province. That I will be mad if they don't make the decisions that I make, yeah. that I want yeah. to make. So here's yeah. policy according to Michael. <laughs> Hit me. We should get rid of Site C, <laughs> the, the L and G well, project. We should put money back into the schools. Like <laughs> this fucking like decimate <laughs> property value of this fucking city so everybody can afford a place to live. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it's quite clear that Andrew Weaver doesn't like John Horgan. So that's why maybe he's quite like reserved to joining the NDP. But then obviously it's a death sentence for him and his party to join the Liberals because that's just totally the epiphany of like whatever they voted for. Yeah. <laughs> um, they would sell their souls. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it, like, and the speaker, the speaker of the legislature also plays a key role as well. Uh, I don't know if I should get into that because that's actually quite complicated. I don't know if we have any time to get into that. Yeah. We should probably. Here's your advice, on. Green Party: country over party. Country. 
country. It's a Com- pro- province. Whatever, you know what I, you know what I mean. <laughs> Put the country first, then the province, <laughs> then your party. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Yes, let's move on to the next topic, which I think is going to be about the UK election. Yeah, thing. holy crap. What a shit show that is. Please enlighten me as to what's going on. Yeah, so basically, um, Theresa May, who is the current conservative prime minister, um, who was, was pointed there after uh, after Fair, David Cameron was resigned. David, fuck pigs, Cameron. <laughs> resigned <laughs> because Never of the forget. European referendum. So so one weekend, May, uh, Theresa May was just vacationing in Wales, like in a weekend in Wales, you know, just, just so, naturally. And then she had a random thought and basically says, "You know what? You know what's a good idea? Let's do an election." And then she was, and then the two, she got the two thirds um, approval from the House House of Commons, and so a snap election came in and basically dissolved Parliament, and uh, the election is going to be next two weeks. And so, so the reason why May thought it was such a good idea because th- she was like twenty points ahead of the Labour Party. Mm. Like there was a recent by election before her the the snap call. The Labour government, the Labour Party held this one seat for like freaking 50 years <laughs> like no i think more than that i think they held it since 1920 okay. but then they had a by-election because i think i think i think i think uh the mp there was slain sadly and then um and then the conservatives oh, that was recent right yeah that was yeah, recent. Yeah. the conservatives won that riding and that never been blue for the past 90 years and so this was like a good sign of like oh shit we can totally destroy the labor party and obviously may wants a bigger mandate because she only has four seats above the majority so and she's doing the brexit talks mm-hmm so she wants like a bigger majority so that she doesn't have to worry about like the stragglers and stuff. So she thinks that she can get a bigger majority by holding a snap election. But the thing is, is that as the election came through, her poll support, like 20 point lead got down to like five for five point lead. Shit. Because, um, because what did she do? She did a lot of shit wrong. Well, she didn't do like a lot of scandals, but then, um, first of all, her her p- platform was just completely unpopular. Like um, mm. cutting healthcare. Um, oh yeah, nobody she, wants <laughs> cutting healthcare. Um, and they she took away the free lunch program for kids for for oh for like God. like impoverished kids. That's insane. Like oh gosh, like I do not get how conservative. I I I I I try to be as close to the middle as possible but my nature is left most of the times i cannot see a world where you go and say yeah we're saving money taking lunch away from kids and these are poor kids these are poor poor kids (laughs) if if anything you got to do that after the election (laughs) i don't know why they i don't know why they're they sent this, and then and also they did another stupid thing where Theresa May was gonna say we're gonna build a new internet, more uh, secure, she watched with Silicon no Valley. porn. No, porn. <laughs> you're totally gonna get the mail vote with that promise, and so, and and then and then like a bunch of other scenarios, and and then and then as as people went through, and also she didn't attend any of the debates because she, oh that's even yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, she didn't. You she did. She 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 was like, I'm 20 points ahead. Why do I need to risk my su- risk my lead by 
Has she joining ever... a com- jo- joining a discussion with these bunch of assholes? Has she seen like any sports movie like ever? Yeah. <laughs> it looks like she has. So and she's not she's not very she's not very charismatic at all. Like she's no. not she's not <laughs> she's not charismatic. Um, so yeah, but. So she got from 20, 20 point lead from the polls to now just five point lead, and it's still like declining because who's the main person on the other yeah, side? Yeah, and the the reason why she was a twenty point lead before is because a lot of people hate Jeremy Corbyn, who is the Labour leader, right. and he's totally like left, 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 left winger. Like he's he he. Um, I love how the conservative attack as are saying are is actually a recording of him saying that they should abolish the UK military. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, so he's also a controversial kind of nut, um, but he's <laughs> that's a huge nut. Yeah, and <laughs> okay, um, but he's very authentic, and people I think kind of are drawn like more of the centrist labor voters went to conservatives because they hated Jeremy Corbyn, but now they're actually going back to the labor wing because of the fact that May is kind of shit, and Jeremy Corbyn, well. He's also shit too, but then he, at least he's authentic and he's honest and he's quite consistent with his views. So I was like, okay. Mm, so. Sounds like someone I know. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, the UK election is going to be in two weeks. Two weeks. Something about elections in the UK that I don't have the most confidence for the voters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they did fuck it up with Brexit. They Big did. Time. They horribly fucked it up with Brexit, thinking, oh, this is just for fun. The real one's going to come soon. Haha. Ha. I feel like it's going to be that exact same situation of people not knowing who they're really voting for until the day after. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. For anyone who's still, like, on the. This is. No one should be on the fence about Brexit, but anyone who still thinks, like, it was about. The, shut up and. Uh, Trevor Noah's latest special is very good and details exactly why Brexit happened. <laughs> yep. Right on. But if like, but if any indication, like hopefully for that area of the world, they didn't fuck up the French election. Good job by you, French. Yeah. So maybe like a bunch of British people should be looking towards that one, going like, hmm, maybe we should figure out where we should go with this one, yeah. so we don't fuck it up. There's as no well. crazy anti-Semitic. But the thing is, is that, that Jeremy, May? just Jeremy Corbyn is just, I don't think so. Jeremy, Jeremy Corbyn is just hated a lot. And, right. you know, with, you know, with good reason, because he has had like, extremist views. Like, you know, he says that, like, Israel should give up. Um, he was like pro Palestine, like, you know, that Palestine Israel thing? Yeah. He was very vocal pro Palestinian. And okay. that was uh, like, that was not like. And he praised Hezbollah. <laughs> yeah, anyway, like, so, so... Touchy subject. Like, yeah, it's very touchy, and I don't want to get into that. Um, oh, I'm sorry, are you getting a call right now? Pick uh, it up. Apparently. Yeah. Who is it? I don't know. Pick up. Oh, I missed it. It's oh, too late. Oh, you stupid dumbass. Why? Who is it? I don't know. I'm just joking. Okay. You know, so they sometimes do that at podcasts where they have lively and have attitudes. And yeah, well, like, I don't like doing that to my podcast guests. Oh, I'm ag- sorry. You're getting a my... call right now? Hey, <laughs> Who is this? Is it your mom? <laughs> I'll vote for... Uh, yeah. But anyway. But, but yeah. I just want to go get right to the end and say, like, I think that conservatives are still going to win. But I feel like... Hmm. But if, I really feel like uh, it would be 
a loss if they actually lost the majority and just got a minority because like that would have been so bad. Damn, those minorities. Because <laughs> all over Because May was like, oh, I'm gonna get a big majority with my 20 point lead, and then you actually had you lost it, and so that's, that's she what, she went back to the table and just gonna lose all. Yeah, her exactly. So that's that's uh. So yeah, she went all in, and then she might actually lose. So. Who, who knows um so it's gonna be fun two weeks from now that's an interesting that would be like an interesting uh chapter in history books for later in life of here's what not to do when you're in leadership and you have a majority yeah. government oh but it is funny that um the conservatives are actually like attacking the labor f- for like just doing attack ads against jeremy corbyn and then labor leader the labor party is actually just trying not to paint don't paint Jeremy Corbyn as the whole Labor Party. <laughs> gotcha, <laughs> like that, gotcha. That's how that's how more, Jeremy Corbyn is like hated. Guy. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even their own party was like, okay, maybe we'll not market you as like a. Why did they still <laughs> stick with him though? Because uh, like um because they did online voting like they introduced uh, online voting and so I think like a bunch of left left wing voters their fan base still likes him as their fa- leader. No, okay. yeah, I, I guess you can say that like. The youth really likes Jeremy Corbyn, okay. but they're not like the Blairites. I don't know if you know what that term is. It's basically uh-huh. like like Clinton Democrats. Okay. They're basically like, you know. Um, but like the established labor people are like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's like, you're too left for my taste. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's the UK election. It's going to be fun. Okay. And we should probably move on over to whatever the hell is going on in America. Um, I kind of feel like oh, it's a bummer a that we haven't been doing a lot of these podcasts because a lot of shit has happened and is a actually lot of stuff happens continuing uh, to happen. Go go run to us. Uh. Let's give a quick shout out to poor Spicer. <laughs> he did not I, get. I, ch- I haven't heard of him. Do we even get? Do we talk about the bushes? That's way too long ago. Now. That was way but too long ago. The poor guy. He has one dream in his life. Wants to meet the Pope. Good old fashioned oh, really? Catholic. <laughs> I didn't know. Guess who doesn't get to go to? Guess who who's not invited to the Pope meeting with uh, Donald J. Trump? Spicer. Spicer. Oh, oh no! Oh, poor guy. Doesn't meet the Pope. Oh no! But Bill O'Reilly did. Yeah, fucking great. <laughs> um, and he got fired the day of <laughs> when he was there. I mean, the freaking Pope looks look happier meeting Bill Bill O'Reilly than meeting Trump. Did you see the photos of the Pope? Yeah. Yeah, the guy is just like. I think you have to pick your okay. Like I'm sure I I love a good Trump hating, but then you know there's been photos of like the Pope and that face and Obama. So I think you you gotta. Pick he looks the pretty moment. tired. I yeah. I'm I'm more weirded out by the juxtaposition of like there's that one photo of him and the Trump family like they're all standing in line. Mm, that one and here's like too. this, you know, like grumpy, oh, yeah, grum- grumpy, tired looking pope and like all white and then like ridiculously happy Trump family and yeah, all no, black they, feeding off of the energy. Melania <laughs> and Ivanka look also like they're the angels of death and Trump is just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, this is such a, such a, sh- house. <laughs> they were ve- black even, veils. I can't even say spineless. Just how do you show up to the pope and go like, hey, pope. You fucking attacked him last yeah. year. You were like, who is this fucking Pope telling me about climate change and about respecting and loving people? Fuck you, Pope. It, it, it is a really weird kind of thing of like... To which religious people in America said, 
Fuck yeah, Trump. I love you, man. <laughs> oh yeah, Trump. And he goes down. Oh and yeah. Shake hands. He tells it like it is, just like God. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That was, oh, that was a. Anyways, moving on. Um, there was a lot. Yeah. We had we had the CBO score for the Republican healthcare bill come out on Wednesday, which was a big big bomb essentially on the Re- Republican Party. To which, uh, Mr. Secretary of Health and Human Services uh, Tom Price said. That's wrong. The CBO are wrong because, of course, the nonpartisan group set by the Republican Congress of economists who are on top of their game and on top of what everything is happening as far as, as, as policy goes, not from a partisan way, but from an effects way, money-wise and, and, and an effect on people-wise, they go ahead and like, no, that's wrong. That's their opinion. <laughs> Paul Ryan? Oh, Paul Ryan, you know what he said? He said, it's great. Yeah, this is what we want to do. We want to take away healthcare from 23 million people by 2026, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. How in the world, do you, how out of touch are you that you come out and you say, yeah, yeah, this is great. This, this is what we want to do. We want yeah. to cut down the deficit. So By dumb. killing people? Okay. Okay, my dude. It's but the American it? way, apparently. But what's crazy about that, that the the budget was that um, the Trump administration, I think the Republicans too, are like betting that the tax cuts that they implement would boost like economic growth to the point that it would fix the deficit. And I'm like, Reagan did that. It didn't fucking work. <laughs> and they, you know- did, they did that. Reagan did that. They Reagan cut taxes by a significant amount. Mm-hmm. And then... He found out the economic growth was actually pretty shit. <laughs> Still pretty shit. And so he raised it back up. And remember, like, don't even, <laughs> we don't even have to lie to ourselves or to anyone. The reason tax breaks are coming is because millionaires want those. Yeah. yeah. So millionaire CEOs can get their tax breaks and Paul Ryan can keep hanging out with them at the, lo- at the lounge. And it's fucking garbage. So people are like, Donald J. Trump, the president of the United States, will get great tax breaks for his business, which he for sure still gets money for. Uh, yeah, definitely a big bomb for the for the Republican Party as a whole, and a big test now for Democrats to take that score, to make sure it doesn't get legitimized, which the Republican Party is already trying to do, and mm. put it on the faces of voters and say, this group that does it doesn't have an alliance to anyone, says this bill will fucking kill you. This guy voted for it, vote him out. Yeah, that is the test for the Democrats now, and. Honest to God, I mean, like the Democrats can disappoint you every day of the week, but if 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 they cannot use this as their major, major, major way to say to voters, to rural voters, to everyday Americans, you know, the people who were left out for, for the from the Hillary campaign, say, the Trump administration and the Republican congressmen are against you as a human being because they want to take away your health care. This is why you should vote them out. Do it. Ah, uh, yeah. But, but they gotta wait like another year, dude. To election, be able to do that. election stuff is already here. I guess so. Like obviously, voting is not here. I mean, like races, the the idea of the candidates. We already got a couple. We got the Montana race, which we'll get into in a moment. Right. And we had the Atlanta, uh, the 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 sixth, the the power. What was was the phrase? Flip the six, power to the sixth. There's some stupid catchphrase that the Democrats put. <laughs> John Ossoff. Um, but yeah, th- again, this is a chance for the Democrats to to do something useful with this very important 
piece oh, of legislation. Georgia six. There you go. Georgia <laughs> six. Sorry, I was saying. Oh, that's Atlanta. I was like power of six. I'm like <laughs> group of six. I'm like. <laughs> you, you, know, you, you got it in the end. We got it. We got there. We all got it. We yeah. did it. We got. We got. We got to Georgia one way or another. <laughs> power group. But 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 yeah, I mean Joe. Jo- jo- I mean, they they lost like two elections already. The Democrats lost two elections. I don't I don't know if they can like focus this issue and turn it into actual victories. Like, I love how Harry Enten, who is a um, uh, five thirty eight political analyst, whatever, he keeps saying like Democrats sure are good at taking moral victories. Yay! <laughs> well, that's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah. That's, there's no and then and then I. I'm not really about that. The Democrats are still lacking yeah. the ability to turn those headlines into into actual votes because again, a ton of those people are just so lost. They're so out there mm-hmm. that they do not believe this anymore. Yeah. They so, do not believe anything that comes out. Mm-hmm. So sadly, and this is fucking awful. The point that they will have to make is: see how you don't have healthcare anymore and you're on the verge of death. Vote for us. <laughs> but like. Here's a question for you guys. Mm. What seems more American to you? Having, like, being an intellectual that actually thinks about these situations and finding out the best solution through, like, the power of conversation with your peers, or macho bravado bullshit where all you have to do is use your force and you get your way? But it, yeah. Because that seems to be working for the Republicans. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get into that. Yeah, I mean, for Republicans, they've been attacking the press. You know, that's that's their mantra. And if you attack the press and you delegitimize their claims and their investigations and then their reporting, and so that makes it that makes the electorate uninformed, which makes it hard for like to get real message like which is fucking yeah. you're getting your healthcare cut <laughs> yeah. this was beautifully expressed on the new Larry Wilmore pot where they were talking about how before you you said something somebody argued about it and you said no I read it on the paper end of story it's on the paper it's real Yeah. now it's mm, no I don't think so it's on the paper mm, no it's on the New York Times mm, no what is the New York Times anyway who are those guys even? fake news <laughs> fake news fake news but listen, oh, I'll man. make this point really quickly that coming from a country that has had a bloody political history, watching the US always served as an example of obviously not the not the not perfect, not perfection politically speaking, but an aspiration. Something that works, something that at least you know it's real, at least you know it people are actually voting. They, they may be apathetic about voting, but they are the ones making those decisions and putting the people in charge of, 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 of their futures and and being okay with their politics as far as things go. Like obviously a lot of mistakes that the US government has done in many levels. Not, no one's perfect. But for a lot of Latin American countries, the US was the sparkle that that brought independence for that. Like for Mexico, for for, for tons of South American countries, the, the US revolution, the stories of the US revolution were what activated them and their political leaders to speak up and eventually fight for their freedom. So being in this world where the U.S. politics are on the verge of being delegitimized in a whole different level, it's so scary. And it also speaks not to compare South America to to Africa and and the Middle Eastern, but tons of those countries are realizing like, yeah, we know what it's like having a guy that says, I'm the best guy. I'm the smartest guy. I'm the president now. Be like, yeah, sure, whatever. I don't know. Vote for you. That guy is in power and obviously tons of corruption is happening and we're just like, that's how things go because that's how we grew up in Mexico that's how we all know how it works 
And the fact that the U.S. is in that stage now and they're having to cope with, oh, my God, Ivanka and Jared are making so much money and the Trump juniors are making so much money. This is insane. They should be in jail. Like, we've done, we've dealt with that. But watching you have to go through that now, that's the scary part. That's the legitimately scary part. Where foreign leaders know, okay, this is how I get to Trump. Oh, finally, a guy of your stature. We're giving him a nice handshake, of course. Finally, someone like you. You you know how things work. You know how things get done. Just sign this piece of paper. Yeah, I'm great. Trump, there you go. That's how things work now. That's how stupid the president is. <laughs> well, he pretty much desecrated. Took a giant shit in the Resolute Desk and basically like... <laughs> Yeah, there's the honor of the president right there. I just find it weird that that's pretty that's much... That's a strong image. Oh, yeah. That's pretty much all he does is, is sign papers or whatever. Calls yeah. it a day. Calls it a and day. And he's, golf. like, so exhausted by this job. It's like, oh, it's so much work. But, like, all you do is put your name on a piece of paper. You don't really do anything else. Everybody else in your party, Let's, like your administration, yeah, they do exactly. all the fucking The amount of you. babying that they have to give him. Like, they, they baby him on these, stu- like, these policies because he has no fucking governing experience. <laughs> I will make the point, and this is more on the medical side of things, and, and some reporting has been done about this, I think, on Stat News. Uh, there are legitimate experts who have said... I I'm on the I can go out on, on on the record and say that I I think Trump's mental state is deteriorated. Not like fully condition him with a with a, a serious condition, but say the dude doesn't exercise. He eats like shit. He's like seventy something. <laughs> he eats KFC. <laughs> he eats KFC. <laughs> and, and with a knife and fork. <laughs> this this puts his brain on like his brain is 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 toast essentially like. He's on a different state of, of mental, on his mental capabilities. And it shows on his way of acting, his way of talking, where if you read transcripts from, I mean, this is like a one-on-one on Trump. If you read transcripts of Trump's interviews, the, the interview he did with Time, the interview we did with the Wall Street Journal, with the Business Insider, he sounds like a fucking madman. <laughs> and it's just insane. Yeah. I often I often kind of feel like, I, I, I forget it was who said this but it definitely rings true that people vote for the the person that they deserve so i feel like the president that they have right now in, in america is clearly reflect reflective on the country itself no i no no i don't think it so i mean hillary hillary won the so popular many, vote i mean so, so, so it doesn't like, reflect the, the majority of look, Americans. the popular vote clearly doesn't mean shit when you especially look at the the map of all the different states out there and yeah. how and a large amount of them so regardless who, of the vote were all very much red no meaning. but like who cares about like who cares like how large you, because there's not much people there but you should care because as much as we like to put our value in, like, the, the coast cities or all, like, the big metropolises, America is a huge fucking country. Yeah, it is, And yeah. a lot of people live there. A lot of people, but so a lot regardless, of people. So yeah. like, regardless of who won the popular vote or not, the country as a whole is kind of messed up. This is the most interesting aspect of, in my opinion, one of the most interesting aspects where the conversation can literally be from both sides. Yeah. You can look at it as the path that the U.S., politics has taken on for a long time ago has put us in this position where donald j trump can become president mm-hmm. uh and and you can you can call in the republican party attack on science attack on facts attack on uh, on, on on policy that makes sense for working people you can also look at it from a very small perspective of 
the Russians for sure messed up with the election. Sure. Mm-hmm. Hillary for sure failed to capitalize on a strong message that would move the people and also should have visited the fucking Wisconsin and all those other states. And eight years of a party, it's so hard to bring it up again. It's like doing back-to-back finals in the NBA. That's it's true. so hard, except for LeBron James because he's going in seventh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but coming up eight years of Obama, it's hard for Hillary to stand up and say, we need to change. And, well, not that much because Obama was great because he's my, he's my buddy. But, uh, you know, it's hard to do that for people to tell them, like, four more years of this, of this policy. And, like, uh, am I doing that great? Like, yeah. could I do better? Can we do something else? Let's just, you know, set something on fire and see how that works out for four years. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Hillary Clinton was just not charismatic at all. As, and, you know, this is indicative to Theresa May as well. But She's part of the resistance now. Yeah, but, you know, you, you, what you do, what Democrats need to do is to find someone, to find another Macron. Like, you know, like yeah. one who's physically attractive. <laughs> Did you marry your high school teacher? <laughs> no? Get out. And actually has like, is sharp as a... <laughs> I mean, that seems a, to be winning elections. A, I mean, world. like, yeah, I mean, you can't... Like, Macron is like both of them. And so what... Wait. So you, Democrats just need to have that. Like another Obama, but sure. white version, maybe. <laughs> mm, uh, like, I'm pretty sure that they could go with another maybe black another, person. It's I'm fine. Sure maybe... Take race out of it, please. Yeah. Uh, but I actually wanted to get back onto the the Russia conversation because that mm. is clearly a development that is continuing to this day. I think one of the latest developments My is great that, boys from Russia uh, is that Kushner is uh, being Kushner. zeroed in on the investigation what a right now last because name of that is Kushner. <laughs> <laughs> good old Jared who could have just Kush, Kush. could have just Kush. stayed in New York doing shitty deals for for bis, for uh, buildings and whatnot and now maybe central to an FBI investigation so we do we do Comey? no, no. we did no. not do Comey okay at this point you know what's going on yeah Comey yes. got fired yes. he's bound to testify uh, please Jesus make it happen uh, <laughs> The FBI is in the middle of an investigation, and uh, according to the Washington Post, there were sources that said that there's a particular member of the Trump administration that they're searing in, they're locking in as part of a specific uh, focus on the, of the of the Russia ties. And now it more likely appears that it was Jared Kushner who uh, wanted a secret channel with Russia for, a, uh, I think, a money connection, if I'm not wrong, like a bank connection with them where they could, you know, do all their stuff where on the other side russia wants control over u.s policy obviously lifting the sanctions uh, put upon them that have severely crippled them economically and uh what can we say like a turnaround and when it comes to matters of, of, of russia expanding their territory which you know trump essentially kind of promised uh <laughs> there was great reporting from the new york times and the washington post about the meeting the trump had with the russian officials uh, a while ago the first of all that that meeting wasn't supposed to happen putin just kind of texted trump like hey can you meet them they're gonna be there why not and trump said yeah sure why not I do that. that in this meeting trump disclosed classified intel where he apparently gave out the not a full detail but enough of clue of for the russians to find out info of, of a israeli spy inside isis 
went on his trip, uh, by the way, Trump later on was asked about this and said, I never say Israel in the meeting. I never said Israel. Israel never came up. Oh, shit. Um, so this this just puts like a whole new level of how fucking crazy this Trump administration is. Yeah. Uh, there was this one moment of a beautiful sequence of events that happened, I think, last two Thursdays ago was when, okay, so the New York Times reported that the Trump uh, the Trump leaked the, the ISIS information, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Israel's uh, secret information to the Russians. And then so at the evening of that day, the Trump people were like scrambling, like, oh my gosh, this is so bad. Like, why? The CIA why, like, why, say, like, I was like, why? How, how are we going to spin this? And then they, they, they spin it somehow. And then Trump was like, you know what, guys? I'm going to hold my beer. I'm going to make you guys' <laughs> lives fucking worse. And you know what happens? He fucking tweets. He fucking tweets the next day morning saying, like, it was my right as a president to, 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 to share classified information so that we, because we're united in our fight against. And then, <laughs> Similar to the way that the Comey situation was handled where uh, the Republican spin immediately was, the president can fire anyone at any point, and the the reason was the the way Comey handled the Hillary investigation. Give me a fucking break. The Trump fucking Trump president is going to be like, Comey, you didn't treat Hillary very nicely. You were fired. Then Trump goes on Lester Holt on NBC and says, yeah, I fired him because of the, <laughs> uh, the Russian vi- investigation. There we go. I fired my decision. No one else. And then the Trump people was like, who the fuck cares? Then it's like, oh, what? You said that, Mr. Trump? That's the information that you're giving us? Hmm, let's look further into this impeachment thing. Yeah. Well, they were doing the research on impeachment because obviously they don't know anything about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Opening the Wikipedia page for it, doing some research on it. Um, papers that you cannot bring to school because that's uh, that's you can't use Wikipedia. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah. So don't learn it from us. Don't learn it from us. Yeah. The, obviously, yeah, they're, they're researching it. <laughs> Tony, you're still in school. <laughs> uh, they're researching it because chatter of impeachment became a little bit of a thing over the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. We had some Senate, some congressmen and women from the Democratic side and the Republican side. Republicans Which is a themselves. Big deal. Big deal. There was even this was used as a big joke for all the comedy shows of a Republican congressman came out and was like, "Ah, you know, I, I'll I'll be the first one to say impeachment." And somebody else had to come out and say, "Actually, I was the first one to say impeachment." <laughs> My uh, fucking god! I love the idea of somebody having to get in front of somebody else. It's like, no, oh, I want to do impeachment first. Now let's put a you. big pause on this because I know it feels exciting. I was very excited. I was on the verge of jumping on the bus stop, thinking, "Is this it? Is this is this happening?" <laughs> Hold the brakes. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen anytime soon no. unless fucking Trump kills someone on the street. And even then, who knows? <laughs> I mean, he did say that he could get away with it. So who knows? If Comey, when Comey testifies, if this, if, if this still happens, he will give confirmation to press re- to the news stories about Trump asking him repeatedly to back away from Fl- Michael Flynn and the Russia ties with the Trump administration investigation. However, the Republicans will already spin this and say, why didn't you... Tell us right away when you were when we were working together. Why did you hide it? What's going on there? That the Trump says that he that he didn't do that, and you know, comparing voice to voice, he has his memos. Those were the ones reported on, and again, 
those came out and that would have been a huge bomb any other time of, of, of the year of anywhere any other president any other alternate world however we live in this world and those memos those stories those legitimate stories with serious sources came out was a big day was a big hit for the day left us thinking oh impeachment that'd be nice and that's it so we can't be too on the verge of it's gonna happen yeah. guys we gotta relax I- yeah, I think I'm one of those people that actually he's gonna full do a four year term. Mm, I don't think yeah. that, but, but yeah, I, I wouldn't say four year term. I, but I, I, I definitely say that. Like, what, how, you, there was somebody say, that brought it up. I think it was like John Oliver that brought it up. It was like, hey, you know, if Trump gets impeached, Pence is the next guy in line. But if Pence gets impeached, um, Ryan Paul is, Ryan is the next guy in line. And if Paul uh, Ryan gets impeached, Tillerson gets... Now, so now, it's like a line of people that you don't want to be president. Yeah, but, <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to get hated, but then I think Pence is a little bit better than Trump. Like, <laughs> Here's the thing. Like, you can fight pre- Pence. Yeah, then, then he be, knows what he's going to... We know what he's going to do. Then it becomes yeah. a fair fight. Then it becomes a, okay, policy yeah. fight. We're going to do this, and we're not scared that you're going to divulge secret intel yeah, exactly. to yeah. the Russians. He would, would be, like Pence would be there. He yeah. would be more presidential. I can give him that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That was the but day he became as, president. But he's as, he's like another classified pile of shit. So, yeah. No, that's um, true. Yeah. But you can fight him. You can fight him. On yeah, policy. exactly. <laughs> whereas, it won't where, be catastrophic. Whereas with well, Trump, it'll be catastrophic to like minorities. But whereas with Trump, you're fighting. And gay people. You're fighting facts and you're fighting reason. With with Pence, you're fighting policy. You you, you obviously can disagree yeah. with his agenda. I, I think I think um, the reason maybe why. Trump can get impeached is because he's so distraction. He's 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 such a big distraction to Republicans want to do because whenever like Republicans want to do the budget, like Paul Ryan was actually want to announce his tax cuts. That was last uh, yeah last week last yeah week. and then and then all of a sudden this fucking bombshell about uh, Russia started coming in and I was like oh well we have to delay another week and all of a sudden like another scandal comes in oh we got to delay another week and so they can't push their agenda forward because Trump keeps. And keeps stop blabbering his sh- mouth. Yeah. yeah, and they cannot spin it. Like, yeah, I know this might be the Twitter bubble that I live in, but <laughs> everything the Republicans announce, there's there's nothing that's going their way. There's literally nothing that they're announcing that they, that people go like, okay, sensible choice. Even the fucking head of the Food and Drug Administration has serious issues. He has worked for uh, you know uh, advising companies in the field. And he's the head of the FDA now. He worked. He used to work in the FDA. Sure. Now he made check. He made checks with those companies. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that this administration has put forward that 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 people have been like, okay. So, it's got to be an issue where Republican congressmen and women and senators have to look at this and just go like, holy shit! Like, is this gonna be four years of us just fighting against the press, fighting against people, marching, getting yelled at every time we go back to our hometowns? That's I don't know if I can do that. Yeah. So to which I say, then don't fucking do your jobs. Develop a spine and <laughs> and don't be Ted Gowdy or Trey Gowdy, whatever. Trey, it was, Trey Gowdy, <laughs> fucking douchebag. <laughs> Anyways, really quickly before we wrap up, uh, the Montana uh, special election took place. Republican Greg Guillemforte, Guillemforte, whatever you want to say, won it. After let, let's put the let's put first before we go into fatal mode of how the fuck did this happen. Uh, early election took place in this in this in this uh, in this race. Two thirds, I think you said, Edric, of the vote was already counted yeah. before the day of the election. However, a day before, uh, Ben Jacobs from the Guardian, right, 
Mm-hmm. He after the CBO score for the for the Republican uh, healthcare bill came out, he went up to Giaforte, who was in the middle of an interview with a Fox with a local Fox News uh, TV station, and you know, in classic journalism fashion manner, went up to him with his tape recorder and said, "CBO score came out. What do you say?" Because Giaforte had said, "Depending on the CBO score, I stand with Trump or against Trump." What do you think? What do you say? I haven't looked at it. I can't comment yet. It's this. What do you say? What do you say? He got pissed, grabbed him by the neck, both hands, body slammed him, and apparently even punched, punched him. Yeah. Broke his glasses. While the Fox News TV channel, local station reporter and producers and camera guy were there <laughs> watching it. And this guy won. And yeah. this guy won. Yeah. And that guy won. Yeah. That didn't. That was not a catalyst. You know. That's why. I don't know. I don't really have much hate, much faith in American suburban voters. But anyways, <laughs> it's just insane. But that that I, I it's gonna take me a while to process all of that stuff. So. Uh, so if you want, we could process that for another time and see where it ends up. Because I think we're actually going to wrap it up right here. Oh, okay. Uh, everybody, you're all nice and caught up. Uh, knowing what we know now is what you now know. You're nice and caught up. Wait five seconds. You're out of the loop now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like 20 other controversies just suddenly just happened <laughs> while we were recording this podcast. It just came out. <laughs> Conservative uh, leadership races tomorrow. Got to check that out. Got to check that out. Uh, for those of you that are curious, Brian does have an article on investingnews.com. About the CVO score. Yeah, that, uh, that came out on Wednesday. And we did a, a short piece on it just to inform if you're the investor type. Uh, this this has an impact on the industry. The there's a there's a stock that watches all the healthcare stocks kind of deal, and that went really low. So <laughs> right, uh, healthcare not going great, but you can keep up with that sometimes. So investing news network exactly. So if you go to newsfriends.net, I'll be sure to put that in the show notes so you can go to that link. Uh, Edric, is there anything that you want to plug before we go? No. No? Okay, good. I uh, love myself. <laughs> oh, thank you very much, gentlemen, for a lovely podcast. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to us this week. If you want to follow any of us on Twitter, you can follow Brian McGovern at MCGBrian. Uh, the Brian is with a Y. You can follow Edric Dudang conveniently at Edric Dudang. And you can follow me, Michael Lillick, at L-Y-L-Y-L-Y-L-Y-K. <laughs> For anything that we talked about on the podcast this week, you can send us an email at mail at newsfriends.net. If you have any opinions about what we said, if you want to be part of the discussion, feel free to email us once again, mail at newsfriends.net. And also, if you love what we do and you want to support us and help us grow, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com newsfriends to donate as little as a dollar or as much as you want, because really it's about supporting independent media and helping us grow and flourish in this age where um, journalism needs to shift or wants to shift or has to shift, really. Uh, look at me, I'm rambling. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this week and feel free to check us out at our website, newsfriends.net. And hopefully, or conveniently, this podcast will now be up on iTunes. So if you want to subscribe to the RSS feed on that one, you can go right ahead. <laughs>